Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hey, oh, no. no. Cut the dog's nail so it's not as loud. I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't hear him really, could you? <laughs> It's like an assassin. I know. He's like ninja. He's going to kill me in the middle while I sleep. Don't I look into um we have two dogs, you know, but I look into one of them and I look into his eyes and I just can tell It's like the first time you heard the Beatles? No, it's like looking into death. <laughs> like he wants to kill me. <laughs> uh First time I heard the Beatles, that was a nice time. Yeah. Kind of like when I first time I heard you talk. Yeah, it's pretty much just like that. No, it's much much different. <laughs> um, okay, well, you want to you want to do the show? Yeah, let's uh, let's do a podcast. All right, all right, you ready? Yes. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom Skull, and uh, that wonderful, beautiful new headphoned person over there <clears throat> is James Bartholomew Francis Doubt Jr. How you did doing, you say, buddy? Did you say Bartholomew? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, cool. It should be like a it should be a mule character in a kid's cartoon. Oh man, you just that's a million dollar idea, Jim. Yeah, well I'm full of them. Well well then why aren't you a millionaire yet? It's a good question. Lack of motivation. Now I sound like your father. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, speaking uh, of that, speaking of yeah. um, so I follow this one uh, Facebook and Twitter page for the, it's called Baseball Talk, and they just talk okay. about baseball all year round, and it's great. And sometimes they'll Probably. say, hey, "Who do you? Who's the best hitter of the '90s? Or who? Who's? Uh, who's?" You know, had the Andre best. Andre Dawson. Right. right. Uh, it, but they're like, who's got the best swing? But one of the questions yesterday was, um, who's the biggest disappointment this year? And I just commented, well, me, according to my father. And <laughs> that's the most liked thing I got in a long time, which kind of made me feel bad. Like, <laughs> disappointment to my father. That's all right. That's not going to end. So, <sighs> how are you doing? I am I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. How was your weekend? My weekend was great, Jim. I'm and I'm glad you asked, because <laughs> I I posted on our page that I, what I was doing. Uh, I had a, my childhood friend Tony, um, you know the my childhood you because if you know you'd my childhood you yeah he uh, he came to town. He left the wife and the and the kids. Uh, He's, he's he lives in the Minneapolis area, so he came to Duluth and he left them home because they were they weren't feeling well. He had to come help his uh, father-in-law do something, but then he's like, "Well, I don't want to drive back. Uh, what do you?" 
you want to hang out? And I said, yeah, let's do what we've wanted to do forever and play PlayStation games and eat Doritos and drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> so that's what we did. And it was awesome. We, oh, that's great. We played 51 games of Twisted Metal 2. <laughs> and we, we, had, we had some pizza. We ate a couple bags of Doritos and a bunch of Mountain Dew. And my stomach is still upset. And that was two or three days ago. So that was, that was great. <laughs> But I I, uh, I was victorious. We played. We were supposed to play fifty games, or best you know, it was the best of fifty. We, we were trading wins back and forth. But we played a fifty first game, probably because we were so tired we didn't realize. But I did win. I had three more wins over over him. So I kicked his ass. So I'm excited about it. That sounds like a, a fantastic night. It was a great night. We stayed up to like two thirty in the morning, which is way later <laughs> than I have have stayed up in a long time. Now I'm sounding like I'm really old, but. Get off my lawn, you know, like that guy now. So, uh, but it was great. And t- Jim, today I had an interesting day though. So, do tell. Okay, we we talked a couple weeks ago about using that Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my parents Did you get robbed at gunpoint. No, but um, I probably would have if I met this person face to face. So okay. I, um, although they're just, I think they're just crazy. But my parents were getting rid of stuff. They had a rummage sale last weekend. And they're getting rid of stuff, and, they, and they're just—they're like, "Well, we'll just bring the rest of the stuff to Salvation Army." I'm like, no, sell, try selling it on, e- you know, not on eBay, but on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Oh, okay. Can you just do that for us? And then, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Yeah, I can put a couple of things." And I'm like, "I don't want to deal with this." But thought, what the hell? So I put on an item there, and this person wanted it, and I was at work trying to say, you know, coordinate with my mom on when to meet this, you know, person to come over. Well, it was just a nightmare. Well, I set it up, and then my mom didn't answer the door when the person came to the house, and the person then calls me and yells at me and all this stuff and like this crazy like just goes nuts and ape shit and says I wasted my blah, 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 and, I, and I'm like why am I involved in this why am I involved in this <laughs> and so I basically kind of told them to f off as well and I <laughs> called my parents and said oh, it's all on you now you sell your own shit because I'm done with. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, met my first crazy person on Facebook Marketplace, which uh, happens a lot faster via Craigslist. But I wasn't uh, – <laughs> just can't trust anyone on the internet, internet anymore, Jim. You just can't. I just I – don't, I don't know if you ever could. Oh. Well, that explains a couple things. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, it's always been pretty sketchy. Oh, well, it was interesting. And uh, that person probably hates me and uh, wants to, you know, set my car on fire or whatever. I don't care. But uh, – that's okay. It's not going to stop us from doing a fantastic show, Jim. Uh, what are we talking about today, Tom? Jim, we are talking about, and this was a suggestion from listener Rhonda a couple weeks back, um, and I, I liked it, and so I kept it on, on the list, and uh, we're going to do our top five MTV shows. Yes. Now, this can be any MTV show. You know, um, you know, we, we joke now how they don't play music anymore. But I, I would assume a lot of our shows are going to be from the 80s, 90s, early 2000s stuff. Um, but this can be anything. I'm going to venture to guess that Teen Moms is not on either of our lists. Uh, it is not. Okay. And if it's, um, if it's an honorable I mention. Was, I was going <laughs> to use it, but I pulled out at the last second. <laughs> oh. Zing. Too much? No. Okay. No, so perfect. That's the type that's the type of show I want us to switch into now. 
Just <laughs> vulgarity. Um, no, so we're going to do that. I'm excited about that. A lot of people wrote in about this one, and so we'll, we'll read theirs, uh, their top five at the end of the show. But we got some uh, listener comments. I, I always like to read those. Um, Lindsay, remember last week she told us she lost her headphone or her headphones broke. Yes. Um, she fi- she writes in, finally got headphones. Uh, love the show as always. Love the school lunch episode as as well. It reminded me of the time in high school where I could finally go off campus for lunch. Uh, and my friends and I went to Taco Bell, and a homeless guy tried hitting me, hitting on me and hugging me. When I turned <laughs> him down, he got mad and stole my taco. <laughs> Oh is this true? This is made up. Haven't been back to Taco Bell since. Anyways, awesome show. That's, that's a great story. <laughs> uh, it's it, it, you know what take takes solace in the fact that it's not real meat at Taco Bell, so he didn't really st- steal food. Does that make you feel better? Maybe I, don't I know. love I, I love Taco Bell. I love me some Taco Bell as well. Oh my god, it's amazing. Um, Josh uh, wrote in with some suggest some suggestions for us. Um. He says, if you guys were 90s Simpsons fans, you should do a top five Simpsons episodes. And we've had that suggestion from a few people, and so that's something we definitely need to do. We should do that. And it's such a wide 20-some years. And I was, yeah, I was like a 90s Simpson person. I didn't watch much after. So we might have to narrow it down to a like best episodes from the 90s or something. But yeah, well, I mean, if we even if we did best episodes, it might only be from the '90s. Yeah, and then he said, and with Halloween com- coming up, uh, what about top five Halloween candies? Also, a suggestion we got yes. before, and we're gonna we'll talk at the end of the show about uh, our Halloween shows coming up because um, uh, we need to get them in. And Jim's got a baby on the way, and so we want to make sure because Jim's favorite holiday is Columbus Day, and so we want to make sure. Yeah, we want to make sure to get all that in. <laughs> So thank you, Josh, for the suggestions. Um, and here's one more from Dave uh, talking about our show this week because I, I posted on Facebook and stuff that we're going to be doing MTV shows. And he says, I want my MTV. I can't wait for your badass picks as usual. I feel like Tom will have TRL on there. No shame in that. <laughs> or is it maybe Jim? I still get you two mixed up if I'm being honest. <laughs> it would be Jim because <laughs> – uh, but I assure you, I'd buy you equal amounts of beers if you ever vid- ever came to Alberta, Canada. That's where he is, um, because you are decent dudes. Well, thank you very nice. much, Dave. We appreciate it. And then he sent me his uh, list, too, so we'll get that at the end of the show. Um, but, yeah, thanks for the comments. That's always nice. It's always good to hear from from everybody. Jim, did you have, uh, do you have anything uh, nice to say to the people out there before we get into our show? Thanks for listening. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. I was just trying to get you to talk while I was looking something up, but no, that's okay. Let's let people get confused. <laughs> uh, no, I, seriously, thanks. And you guys can always reach us on Facebook and Twitter and email and all that stuff. So um, that was that's cool. And so we will get into our top five show already, which we just look at. We're getting into it early, Jim. This is exciting. Yes. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Well, Ooh. let's get into it. Top five MTV shows and uh, top shoot. five MTV shows. Okay. Do you want right. to start? Uh, yeah. Let Let's do this. All right. Um, I picked kind of a I don't know. I guess it's kind of a classic MTV show. Okay. Um, I did the Real World. Good pick, Jim. Good pick. So, the Real World was from 92 to 2013. I only watched it for a handful of years 
in the early to mid 90s and then once again let me find the year on this i were i rewatched it again in like 2009 when they went to dc okay for no particular reason i was just living by myself and i was like you know what i'm gonna watch an episode of the real world just to see what it's like again and it was awful and <laughs> it's different when you're older than the people on the show oh, then it, yeah. it really that's when it really takes a tipping point you have to be younger than or the same age as the people on that show but when i was a kid i watched uh the first season was new york la san francisco london yeah uh, i remember seattle season seven really well i remember hawaii really well uh i remember vegas where they worked at oh Paul. when they ju- that was a that was a rough year for them that was a rough year a lot of a um, lot of a lot of craziness a lot of people potentially trying to be porn stars it was weird <laughs> potentially maybe succeeding i don't know I remember a lot of these ones, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of drama, a lot of a lot of crazy things going on. For a while, they made them get jobs because they didn't just want them hanging out at the house. They had to go like do things, and that didn't work out really well for them. Um, no, because if they wanted jobs, they would have went and got a real one instead of yeah. auditioning for the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Right>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's it's the longest running program on MTV history, and one of the longest running reality series in history, and it's credited for launching reality TV. So. I say credited. We can also use the word blame. Right. I um, I would use blame. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's always uh, depicting a lot of social issues, uh, sex, prejudice, religion, abortion. Um, in the early 90s, there was a lot of AIDS, yeah. uh, death, politics, substance abuse, a lot of substance abuse pa- in the show. Pedro, rest in peace. Pedro. Pedro, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, but I, I think later on, and you probably noticed this it wasn't a secret they casted certain demographics to be in that show and and it was almost like we need a character to fit this slot let's cast this type of person yeah uh which got kind of ridiculous i think at the beginning they were just casting people they thought would be good on television right which why is why it it made it a good show exactly because (laughs) they were like they were more genuine realistic people and then towards the end it was well we have to fit this demographic and this personality, almost like characters. They were casting for characters, not real people. Yeah. And, uh, and then I think the show kind of uh, took another nosedive. But uh, basically, it's, uh, it's a true story of seven strangers <laughs> living in a house, uh, cameras rolling all the time, and talking and fighting and learning about people. And yeah. I don't know. It was, it was a really cool concept when they launched it. And, um, yeah, I used to watch it when I was a kid, probably way before I should have been watching it. Yeah, that, that was a, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I watched it probably way before I was watching because I watched. I remember the first season in New York, but it was the second and third season like I really watched, and that's where the true story uh, yeah. guy from uh, John, the John, the, the virgin the from I don't forget where he's from. Anyway, but anyway, he always they always had every episode it talked about how he's a virgin. Like they had to like focus mm-hmm. on that all the time. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And uh. Anyway, I I love that show. I um, I that was so. L. A. was probably my favorite one. And then they, was it Miami the third season? Um, Miami was five. Okay. I'm, I they would did it. Uh, New York, L. A., San Francisco, S- London, then Miami. That's what it is. Okay, I did watch Miami a lot, and then San Francisco because Pedro, and that's where we got introduced to Puck. Remember Puck? Puck. What an Puck, asshole! Yes. <laughs> yes, Puck was horrible. Oh my gosh, that was a. Yeah, but that was you're right. It was like, it was a long 
it felt like a long time before any other channels and stations had reality television. Like this, yeah. they felt like this, this. Like you wanted reality TV, you went to Real World on MTV. No one else really had that sort of thing. Yeah, and you're right. Is it is it credited or to blame? I guess that's debatable. You know. But I love it. Good pick, Jim. It's, I did not put this on my top five. This was um, a really close one. It was an honorable mention of mine. So um, Then uh, shortly after we were just saying um, season five yeah. was, uh, was what, Miami? Yeah. Uh, a couple ones later, season eight in 1999, that was the one uh, where uh, when you think about substance abuse, you think about Ruthie from oh, that episode. Yeah. From that season. And that was also the season with Tech, who we talked about, who was in um, – Van Wilder. Uh, Wilder. Yeah. And And the funny thing about Tech was he was never on that show. He was never in the house. He would show up, (laughs) eat like breakfast, and then just disappear for days. Right. You might see him in the background, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do remember that that Ruthie was just an alcoholic. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what she's done since, but I hope she's uh, okay. So, but uh, I remember I did watch Hawaii quite a bit. I did. See, I went in and out of real world. I don't think I watched much after Hawaii. I know a lot of people. I don't think it's not still on, is it? No, I don't think it's on anymore. But it went on for a while, and uh, yeah, because they went back to New York at one point. Um, I don't know. They did do did they do like a real world Austin, Texas, or something? I feel like they did some in Texas. Yeah, I think they did some Austins. I think they did Dallas. Um, they did Vegas like three times. Oh, jeez. That's where yeah, see that's where I was like all right that's enough for me because that Trishel what a anyway I don't yeah. want to get into it <laughs> so <laughs> good pick Jim anything else on the real world no no nothing mm. on the real world mm. I was yeah I like that show good good stuff I'm not afraid to say I liked it uh, I mean it's, it's a good show I mean it's a groundbreaking show if you yeah. take it for what it was in the early 90s if you did that today it'd be like just another show on bravo but if you right. did that 30 years ago it's a groundbreaking show right good good well my number five jim i went with um kind of a classic uh show uh kind of what mtv was founded on was music <laughs> music videos what? yeah they used to see kids back a long long time ago they in a galaxy far far away in my mother's basement there used to be a channel that played music videos and my one of my favorite shows and one of the first shows i remember watching was mtv top 20 video countdown with adam curry and then john then john norris that's the one i really remember because i was like the 90s and and daisy fuentes was were the hosts Uh, daisy fuentes yeah um yeah she wasn't bad to look at I'll just say that. Uh, but uh, I love this show. This was awesome. Um, this was before the TRL days and stuff where they actually played the whole video. <laughs> they didn't they, have... TRL used to play the whole video. Like maybe the, what, first season of TRL? Then it went to no, like... No, I mean, they, they played the whole video for for a while, for several years, until they started cutting it down to like 30 seconds. Okay, well, I agree to disagree. I mean, I, I'm not going to disagree because you're, you're probably right, but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I like this one better because this is the original <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah. No, I um I I just loved it because I I don't I remember it being on like after school. Like I would come home and like you get to watch every video from 20 down to 1 
And, uh, you know, people, we love our lists. That's why Jim and I do this show, by the way. Um, so I just like seeing it like, who, okay, who's going to get knocked out of the top 20 this week? I just I love that concept. And then that's where, like, we did our video show, and that's where I'd watch all these videos, like the Metallica ones and stuff. And just like, I remember at one point, like, Metallica had, like, four videos in the top 20 because that <laughs> Black album had, like, every song was a hit, and they had awesome videos. And uh, I just I I love the top twenty countdown. I absolutely loved it. And they sometimes they would have um, like bands or band members in as guests in between the videos. They talk to them and stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much on it. It ran from like '84 to like '97. It was a really long show. Then it went to the TRL stuff after that, which is basically mm-hmm. it was basically the same concept. They just changed the format a little bit. And uh, um, but yeah, I absolutely loved it. And Daisy Fuentes, I had a, I had a crush on her. I can't lie. She was was she a pro volleyball player? Why am I thinking that? Um, no, you're thinking of that one that looks like her. Oh, we're gonna get in trouble. Um, hold on. <laughs> What's her name? Oh shoot. Like, oh. Yeah, there was Daisy Fuentes, and then there was a uh, crowd. I don't remember who what her name was. Yeah, the, she was a pro volleyball player, though one of the other BJs. Yeah, I don't remember her name now. But uh, yeah. Had a huge crush on Daisy Fuentes. Also had a crush on John Norris, but that's my business. And uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, Gabrielle Reese. Yeah, yes, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, they do kind of look alike. They're both women. Her so. and John Norris look alike. Um, yes. No. Um, and then, oh, I always remember too. Like during the commercials, you get the MTV News update with Kurt Loder, and he would talk. Oh, yeah. And they, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that was awesome when they actually played videos and. Um, I, lo- I loved watching who's going to be number one and like oh they're number one like if there's one that you just hated but it's like number one for like five weeks like come on already you know but uh, that's good stuff <laughs> come on come on can, how many times can how many times can uh, crisscross be in here you know and the answer is all the time all the time they were great all right man what's your what's your number four well, we'll just keep it going. All right. Uh, I went with TRL. <laughs> yep. See, okay. I, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not. I didn't mean to bash it. If I was, I, I don't think you were bashing it. You you wanted to be a little condescending towards TRL, but that's fine. Okay, uh, you're gonna get into it, but I the TRL I remember is the one that only played like 20 to 30 seconds of a video, and it was just the guy standing there and everyone screaming, and it just bothered me. But Anyway, go ahead. So Sorry. it ran from 98 to 2008, and <laughs> and that was when I was in high school, really. So yeah. I would come home from school and eat my Oreos and my glass of milk and watch TRL. Mm-hmm. And they played full videos from, like, 98 to probably 2002, 2003. Okay. Well, good. Maybe I, I just remember – maybe I just remember it later on, and I don't remember the actual thing. So I'm sorry. I don't care. Okay. So, but I for, I totally forgot about the top 20 countdown. Yeah. When we were doing this list. I totally forgot that that ever existed. Um, but let's see. It was kind of their flagship show, showed music videos. Obviously, Carson Daly was on it. He was the original host of the show. Um, and he's Captain Excitement. Crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's on the Today Show now. He's got his, still his own late night show, which is really good. Yeah. Um, he's a worker. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of the less successful. Um, uh, who's that other guy who's more successful? 
uh, Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> successful Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> right. um, so, uh, We're going off the rails, Jim. <laughs> so even though it's got the word live in it, yeah. uh, most of it wasn't actually live. Most of it was pre-recorded. Uh, let's see. Oh, do you remember Dave Holmes? He co-hosted the show for a while. Do you remember him? Yes, I do remember. I liked Dave him. Holmes. I liked him. Yeah, he was. Uh, he won their reality show competition. Do you remember this, where they had a competition to become a VJ? Yeah. Um, are you going to get into the other guy? <laughs> uh, Jesse. Oh, God. So Dave Holmes didn't win. He came in second yeah, place. Yeah, Jesse won. And Jesse Camp won, and he was so horrible. He was such a burnout. They couldn't put him on TV. Oh, my God. So they gave Dave Holmes a couple different shows. Uh, he hosted like uh, 120 minutes for a little while. And yeah. And uh, a lot of TRL with Carson Daly. Dave Holmes was good because he felt like he was like a rock journalist and he felt like a really good – actually yeah. had like experience. Jesse was just – he borderline like – I don't know if something was wrong with him or if he just burned out. I think as you mentioned, Je- he's just a pothead. Jesse's what happens when you hold a general election for the American public and you can't trust their vote. Chirp, chirp. I'm sorry, What? What? So Dave Holmes knew a lot about music. Yeah. And uh, like you said, he was a rock journalist. And um, yeah, so they gave him the show. But anyway, TRL, uh, when I get home from school, that's what I used to watch. And that's days of, I remember um, watching Limp Biscuit on there. And basically anybody who was anybody was on TRL. And they would come on and do like a two-minute interview with Carson Daly. And then they'd play a video. And then, I don't know, they they did a bunch of gimmick gimmicky crap on there but a lot of interviews and i don't know i just really liked that show and uh it was always the hit music at the time when yeah. they still played music videos yeah i i liked it i um i didn't put it on because i always liked the concept of the the list better <laughs> obviously that's what we do now for our show but um i i guess i'm just blending in the whole like i don't remember them ever playing full videos but i do remember carson daly and how boring he was um, but he's made a career out of it, so I guess who's laughing now? You know, I mean, I mean he has. Have you have you watched his late night show? Yeah, I used to watch it um, when I before I had a, a, a child that puts me to sleep sure. at ten thirty. But uh, yeah. I used to we used to watch it a lot, and um, I actually liked it. He always had good, really good guests on. I, I assuming assuming he still does, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was, it, good show. It was like it's really well produced, and if you're a fan of music, it's good because he does a lot of. Yeah. Um, obscure bands a lot of very random bands but uh it's i mean it's good for fans of music i guess good good stuff jim anything else on trl no no let's uh let's move on all right well my number four uh it's a game show um and it is singled out that is my next one. Nice, nice. Well, yeah. I, um, I love this show. Uh, Chris Hardwick was the host, and then the, for the majority of the show, it was Jenny McCarthy was the co-host. Yeah. Uh, and then she left, I think, either do movies or something, but it was Carmen Electra for like the last season and a half of the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was... that. Were made... you a Carmen Electra guy or a Jenny McCarthy guy? <sighs> I... I think a little column A, column B for me, because I, Fair enough. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like to say I'm a blonde or brunette guy. I, I like this, I, whatever. I, they're both pretty good looking people. I'll just say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Jenny McCarthy was way funnier though. Like, if you're asking me in the context of the show, 
She was yes, funny. I was. I, yes. Okay. Oh, I thought meant by looks. I, I, no, Jenny McCarthy. I, I thought Jenny McCarthy was the better co-host oh, on the show. Definitely, definitely, way better. She was funny. Um, she would beat up the guys like because they would always start her off in like in the middle of the crowd, and she'd come busting through, and she'd like be pushing the guys through and stuff, and probably because they could have been sexually harassing her. We don't know. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, it was a great show. I love this show. It was a really cool concept, like kind of a, a modern day spin on the dating game. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone knows it starts with there was two segments of the show. There was a guy who picked through a bunch of girls, and there was a girl who picked through a bunch of guys. Was fi- I think it started off with fifty guys, and the girl would like narrow them down by picking out these different categories, like, um, and then it would get to like a there was like three rounds, and then finally there was like a answer, question and answer round, and whatever, and then the one person won, and then they went on a date. So it's kind of like putting the love connection and the dating game all in one. It was like a real-life Guess Who. Yeah. Oh, good pick, Jim. Guess Who is played on a game board, by the way. It is not. Okay. We'll talk about this at dinner. Um, so, yeah, it was a great show. Uh, I loved it. Uh, you mentioned earlier about Spring Break. <laughs> or no, it yeah. might have been off-air when we were talking about it. You have a Spring Break show? And I'm like, no, but I did love when they did their Spring Break show the singled out shows at spring break i was at that oh, was yeah, great yeah uh those are always funny um my high school chemistry teacher's sister was on it no way contest. yeah <laughs> did she win uh, she was like the girl oh she was the main down the guy oh she wow. was the girl yeah do i hear wedding bells that i mean i didn't marry her i don't know what you're asking oh uh, i mean that's just the dog next door barking um <laughs> i don't know what's <laughs> on going the on sam over there what is going on yeah i have there? no idea uh, this show, uh, they spawned a book from this show, MTV Singled Out Guide to Dating, and it had two oh. sides, one for uh, girls, one for guys. Um, I'm not sure if that book, I'm sure you can get it for pretty cheap on Amazon right now. Probably. Maybe it's even signed by Chris Hardwick. Um, that would make it even cheaper. Yeah, probably. Maybe they'll pay you. Um, like we said, Jenny Carthy left the show in 97. Um, the show went on from 95 to 98. She left in 97 to go star in her own show, Jenny. I forgot about that shit. Sick shit. <laughs> Did I say shitcom? Sitcom. <laughs> Never really watched it, but I don't think it lasts long. But then, of course, Carmen Electra uh, replaced her for last season and a half. Um, and uh, it was just a fun show. It was really fun. It was just cool. I uh, like the different categories they'd ask. Like... Um, Instead of just like, oh, I like tall girls, I like blonde girls. It was, it was, they would narrow it down differently. If the girl picked like she likes, you know, I don't know, like baseball, and they'd get all the girls who don't like baseball out of there or something. It was just kind of like a different way of doing it, which is cool. So, what do you, what else you got on the show? Uh, a little bit about Chris Hardwick. He he first started on there in '93 to host a show called Trash before he got on to Singled Out, but uh, he really disappeared for like. I don't know, 20 years. Yeah. And then, then he just blew up again. He was He's doing that the Nerdist podcast. Oh, awesome podcast. He's got his own uh, talk show, too, I think. Um, well, he does the Talking Dead, but he does something else, too. And then he does the Nerdist. And yeah, he does everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does everything, yeah. He was doing uh, uh, Breaking Bad's post-show, too, I think, for a while. Yeah. For that one off the air. Um, yeah, I mean, this... It, uh, I mean, it started his career, but he really relaunched his his own career here within the last five to ten years. Um, I forgot he was even a person, right. and then he just blew up out of nowhere, and he's doing everything. So that's right. that's awesome for him, and he's really he's making being a nerd cool 
again. Yeah. He, and he owns being a nerd. Oh, he, he definitely does. And if you haven't listened to Nerdist Podcast, he has some awesome guests on there. I don't listen to all of them. I kind of like look and see what guests he has on, then maybe I'll download that one. But they're amazing. He's been doing – he got into podcasting before anyone. Like he's yeah. been doing the Nerdist for like 10 years. Yeah, he has. So it's uh, but he he's a stand-up comedian. So I think a lot, you know, a lot of us when you say he was missing for a long time, I think he was just doing the whole like traveling around doing the stand-up thing. But he was also he's a recovering alcoholic too. So I think he didn't get a lot of work oh. because of that. Um, but I did he's, not know that. He's sober. He's doing great. And I think he's recently married. And like I said, he's killing it with Talking Dead and Nerdist and everything. So because um, yeah. I always thought he was funny. He was kind of a nerdy guy on the show, but it made it. Him and Jenny McCarthy had good chemistry of playing off that. I thought that was really cool. So Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. So this was your number three. Yes, it was. All right. Well, then I got to do my number three. Yes, sir. That's how this works. That's how it works. God, I miss you. Can we do this every day instead of once a week? Because I think <laughs> no. we really all have the time, don't we? We have the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing but time. <laughs> Okay, my number three is um, it would be an MTV special. They did two a year, for oh I don't know maybe from like for about well ninety one to ninety seven ish maybe. Um, it was the MTV Rock and Jock B ball or oh, Rock and Jock awesome. Softball, and I, I loved, forgot about that. Yeah, I loved both of these, dude. They were so awesome. Um, they. <laughs> the b-ball was the, you know the bricklayers versus the violators and they always yep. had uh it was a mixture of celebrities athletes and like mtv personalities and or or rock stars and stuff um and they just play a basketball game and they had these crazy rules i remember one time they had like they had a ba- the normal side the normal height basket then they had one that was like 25 feet high or something <laughs> and like if you shot at that you'd score like 25 points or something it was just stupid weird like a weird thing but um, they had all the people mic'd up, and they had all these people on there. Um, I remember Jonathan Taylor Thomas from uh, Home Improvement oh, yeah. was out there, and he was. Remember Flava Flav playing? And, yeah, with big clock around his neck. Yep. Yeah. And Bill Bellamy was always. Uh, Bill Bellamy and I think Dan Cortez were a lot of the Dan coaches. Cortez. Oh, I love <laughs> love me some Dan Cortez. Oh my god. Um, and uh, that was so much fun. And I love the Rock and Jock softball one. Um, also. And one of my favorite years, and your your guy Frank Thomas, Chicago White yeah. Sox, was on. He was on a few of them. He, I remember him being on a lot of them. Uh, um, and uh, one time they they would they had a softball that was painted like an eight ball, and at any yeah. point in the game you could call for it. I want the eight ball, and you could hit. You could try to hit it off a tee, and if you hit a home run, you get eight runs. And he called for it, and he jacked one. I mean, it would have gone out in any ballpark, and they're playing on the softball field. And I just remember that. That was really funny. And, uh, yeah, they were just so cool. They were just so much fun to watch. And MTV was one of the first channels that would re-air their stuff constantly, like all the time. It would you know, reruns of everything. And I would watch. It would be on, like, they'd show, they'd at, like, 10 o'clock, and then they'd run it from 10 to, like, 2. Like, every hour was the same one. i just re-watch them all. I just loved watching. <laughs> just loved watching. I'm like, oh, look at the... Look at the, you know Warren G out there. He doesn't know how to play. You know, uh, like... He did do one. Warren G did do one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was awesome. Coolio was always playing, and uh, um, yeah, Salt and Peppa were always out there. And it was it's fun. I love. I absolutely love those shows. So the Rock and Jock's cool. They did um, try a. They did try to expand beyond softball and basketball. Um, they did. They tried a football one in '97. I don't even remember that one. 
Um, that only lasts. And then they actually tried bowling <laughs> for one oh. year. And um, that pretty much killed the whole concept, and they didn't do any more rock and jocks after that. But, um, yeah, the bowling one, I guess, would be kind of funny. The football one, that'd be hard. I guess it was probably just flag football, I'm sure. But I'm sure someone out there has watched it. But, yeah, those were fun. I those were, I always thought those were fun. Um, I remember Roger Clemens being on there one time, and he threw at a batter. <laughs> it's like, then you realize he was probably on steroids anyway, so he's probably a little crazy, but... Yeah, and the the, oh, the like I said, the bricklayers and the violators were the two basketball teams, and then the softball teams were the homeboys versus the away boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, those were great. Those were so much fun. Yeah. So that's my number three. That was good. I totally forgot those. I used to love those. Yeah, well, rock and jock b-ball. Those there, are great. There you go. There you go. Uh, what's your number two, Jim? We're flying through this, Jimbo. We're we're flying through it. Uh, my number two was a show that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And that is Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead. This is your number two? Yes. This is my number one, Jim. Okay. Okay, but go ahead. I stand by my number one. When you hear my number one, you're going to go, oh, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, You're right. I'm sure you're right. But uh, good pick, Beavis and Butthead. I mean, how could you go wrong here? Beavis and Butthead started out in 92 on Liquid TV with the likes of The Head and Eon Flux. Mm -hmm. And it was a short story um, called Frog Baseball. After, (laughs) after After MTV saw it, they signed Mike Judge to develop the concept. The series ran from uh, 93 to 97, uh, renewed for an eighth season, uh, which aired uh, in 2011. And in 96, the series was made into the movie, Beavis and Butthead to America. I had the, the computer game, Beavis and Butthead Hakalugi. Do you, did you ever play that game? I never played that one, no. <laughs> oh my God, I, used to, I wanted to find this game again. You were, you were on top of a roof and you were looking down and you would spit on people walking down below you. And if you like hit so many in a row, you got a loogie. And it was like this huge green blob that would go down. The game was so awesome. They had a the CD, the Beavis and Butthead experience, which had the, oh. um, I love, I got you babe with Cher. Yes. And they made the whole, the whole cartoon music video out of it. I love, um, so awesome. I had that CD. Absolutely love that CD. I still might have it somewhere in this house. <laughs> so, <laughs> Oh man, that was awesome. Um, Beavis and Butthead started everything. Yeah. I mean, well, the, the Simpsons were on before Beavis and Butthead, but without Beavis and Butthead, you wouldn't have been able to get away with as much as animated shows get away with now. Mm-hmm. I feel like between the Simpsons and Beavis and Butthead, they really paved the way for Family Guy and American Dad and I don't know, whatever else is on Fox these well, days. Well, South know. Park for sure. Oh, South Park for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Parker and Matt Stone say that they, they're they inspired by Beavis and Butthead big time for their show. So like... That's, uh, yeah, you would never have those shows without Beavis and Butthead, I, I would say. No, yeah. No. And I, I was not allowed to watch the show Me when either. I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I got into it when I was a little bit older and rewatched it. But I mean, it's, I loved the actual storyline of the show. And then I just loved watching them Mystery Science Theater <sighs> music videos. That was the for best. The, for the, that, was, that was the best, is watching them watch um, a Jane's Addiction video and then going back to their their cartoon about mowing somebody's lawn and doing whatever stupid stuff they were doing. It was awesome. I like that um, in the cartoon part of it, you know, in the stories when, they, you know, when you boys whacking in my tool shit, uh, like that stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that was like they're dumb. They're dumb adolescent boys. Uh, but yeah. when they're watching the videos, they were like these idiot savants. Like they knew everything about the music they're watching, and and they would and they would make these judgments that weren't half bad. Like they kind of knew what they were talking about, which is cool. And Mike Judge actually just would do that himself to videos, and that's where he took all that from and made. <laughs> He just said, "Oh, I just took what I thought of those videos, and I had those guys talk talk about it. It was just kind of <laughs> funny. Oh man, um, there was this show has uh, there was not this show had a lot of controversy <laughs> to it. Like you, yeah. like you said, our moms were not, did not let us watch it. Um, but there was a couple court cases over the years, and you know I love my court cases, Jim. Oh boy, yeah, here we go. Okay, so uh, <laughs> there was one here, um." In is the show Werewolves in Highland because they went to you know that's the the town there in is Highland. Um, they uh, they said that they would Beavis would say fire fire remember that and oh uh, uh, yeah. So then they would uh, they they would say like I forget where it was in Ohio somewhere say that this kid burned down a trailer and they blamed him they blamed the show that he got he got the concept from the show. And, but the, um, because the Beavis kept saying fire, like a total of seven times in like 28 seconds or something, you know, something weird. And, but the neighbors actually said that's not true because, uh, they didn't have cable. So he couldn't have got that from there. <laughs> so the court case was thrown out. Um, there's like another one in lightning strikes, the show parodies, blaming actions on youth culture. When asked by a reporter, why? They were flying a kite in a thunderstorm. The duo, Beavis and Butthead, explained they were inspired by a documentary about Ben Franklin, who Butthead describes as some old dude with long hair and glasses. <laughs> the reporter <laughs> asks if if it was Howard Stern, and <laughs> when but, Butthead answers no, she asks if he, if he has ever listened to Stern's radio program. The reporter continues asking them leading questions until they mention that they had watched rock music videos earlier that day. The reporter then concludes on air that the music videos are to blame for the duo's actions. So they're kind of like just trying to show that well, you can't just blame music videos for this crap. You know, like they're just they're just kind of making fun because they would get sued all the time. Like Joe Lieberman would say MTV should take more responsibility for showing this stuff, and they're like, okay, whatever. You know, it's like maybe the parent should shut the damn TV off. <laughs> you know, or yeah. something. So there's tons of those things around there, but a lot of it was thrown out, and so they never really. Uh, but they did. They did would parried it, parry it, parody it, because uh, they were making so much money and they didn't care, and they never got really sued anyway. So if they did, it was thrown out. But um, yeah, I absolutely love this show. Like you said, you mentioned it has some uh, computer games. There's a Sega game, a, a Super Nintendo game, and of course some computer games. Um, and then the movie came out, Beavis and Butthead Do America. I love that movie. Yeah. I love There's lots that. of slots in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there was rumors of another Beavis and Butthead movie, but uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But Mike Judge did say that all oh, if they do one, they'll do it. Beavis and Butthead as sixty-year-old men, um, which would be kind of interesting. Um, the duo was actually named after two real people. I don't know if you read this. Um, I did not. While, while in college, creator Mike Judge lived next door to a destructive, unsupervised 12-year-old who called himself Iron Butt. Sure. <laughs> it's a true story. As he claimed to feel no pain after challenging others to kick him hard in the rear. Okay. One of the boy's friends was nicknamed Butthead by Mike Judge and his classmates. The other boy who lived a few blocks 
away named Bobby Beavis. <laughs> so, awesome. um, so that's where they got that name. But Judge uh, says that uh, Bobby Beavis is, relates not at all to uh, the regular Beavis on the show. So probably because he doesn't want to get sued. But um, yeah, I I love the show. Um, I always liked it because they wore an ACDC and a Metallica shirt. Um, but if if there's reruns or like on the on the video, uh, if you bought a DVD of it and stuff, that was changed to, oh, it was changed to like rock and something else because they didn't couldn't get the rights from ACDC or Metallica to like <laughs> they'd have to pay them for all that stuff. So they'd always change the this T-shirt. And uh, what was the kid who wore the winger T-shirt that they always make fun of? Oh, I could see him. I don't remember his name. Oh, I forget his name. But then of course Daria. Uh, was yep. on this show, and that's she spun off to have her own show. Uh, and uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just love this show. It was so much fun. I'm kind of rambling on here, but uh, it's just I remember one time watching it, and then my mom catching me and my brothers watching it. And my brothers were yeah. older; they were allowed to watch it. Oh, she was so pissed. She was so pissed because I think she walked in right at a point where they're just doing something completely stupid. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, it's just a TV show. I'm not gonna do this stuff, you know, whatever. And, uh, but yeah, I, I, I loved it. I, I was talking to my wife about it. She was not allowed to watch the show either. She wasn't. She was saying her first. She can. She never was able to watch MTV until TRL. That was the first time she was able to watch MTV. <laughs> she could never watch it growing up. So, but good, good stuff, Jim. I can't believe this is your number two. Number two. Well, good. Number two. Good. good. Well, there's tons of information on that, but this is my number one. But okay. uh, let's get into your number. Well, I guess my number two, right? Yes. Maybe it's your number one. I don't know. Why don't you say it? Okay, my number two is Jackass. Nope, no, didn't. What didn't? No, nowhere near. You don't like Jackass? No, I hated Jackass. Why? Hated How could you? Hate... Oh my god, I love Jackass. <laughs> I love pranks and stupid videos, but this is before, like, everyone had their own YouTube channel, you know? Right, yeah, I mean, I remember when I was a kid, we would watch, like, uh, the CKY videos, like, yeah. the precursor to Jackass, which is basically just Bam and his friends screwing around before, like, Johnny Knoxville got involved. Right, and that's so what this, had, yeah, that's what that is. I had CKY2K on DVD, where he, like... Bam, like, rents a car and gets the $5 insurance and then just blows the car up and, you know, stuff like that. Like, really, like, precursor to Jackass where he was just a 16-year-old kid with rich parents living in <laughs> outside of Philadelphia. Okay, cool. Well, my number two is Jackass. What, Jim, what's okay, your cool, uh, cool. number one? <laughs> no, go. For, keep going. You're good. Uh, no, I love Jackass. I thought it was hilarious. And you're right. Um, Bam, uh, Bam Magara, Magara and a bunch of those guys were the CKY crew in West uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania. That's kind of where they got the concept from. And then they brought in uh, uh, others like such as Johnny Knoxville and uh, and Dave England and a, a bunch of others you, Ryan, um, that you, you'd recognize and when you saw the show. Um, SNL uh, actually originally uh, approached the guys to do a weekly segment on SNL, and they turned it down. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and then they were in a bidding war. They turned it down because they, it probably wasn't the money. It doesn't say why they turned it down, but then they were actually in a bidding war between MTV and Comedy Central at the time. MTV eventually won, and that's how Jackass was born. Uh, it started in uh, 2000. only ran for two seasons, um, and then, of course, it spawned three movies. <laughs> Jackass the movie. Jackass number two and Jackass 3D. 
and in between those, there's a Jackass 2.5 <laughs> on the D- I think it's a DVD that shows stuff that stunts that didn't make the movie. And then of course there's a 3.5, same thing. Um, and those were hilarious too. Uh, I just thought they're funny. I mean, there's some of the stuff I always like the fun stunts. I never liked the sick stuff, you know, like yeah. the, the paper cutting scene or the guy shoves something up his ass. It's like, come on, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. that was too much for me. But, uh, of course this show had lots of controversy as well. <laughs> um, uh, I mentioned Joe Lieberman who was, uh, highly against Beavis and Butthead was also against this show. Big shock. Um, he was Senator out of Connecticut at the time. He, he was mad. He's, um, he was saying that they, he urged Viacom, which owned MTV, to take greater responsibility for its programming and do more to help parents protect their children. And I still argue that it has nothing to do with TV shows. It's the parents' job, but whatever. Um, MTV responded to the con- by to the criticism by canceling all airings of Jackass before 10 p.m. So then you can only watch it after 10. And um, they kept on, kept on, and, and and so the MTV actually caved more and stopped re re airing certain episodes. They wouldn't do reruns of certain ones, um, which kind of pissed off the Jackass crew, and that that is kind of like where they kind of fell apart uh, in not doing it anymore. Um, um, <laughs> this one's great. A man, another court case, or this one's a court case. A man named Jack Ass, real name. <laughs> Sued MTV for $10 million, claiming the series was plagiarizing his name. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Jack Ass, formerly known as Bob Kraft. I don't know which name is funnier. Uh, changed his name Wait. in 1997 to raise awareness for drunk driving after his brother and friend were killed in a vehicle accident. Um, but the, that was thro- the case was thrown out as well. Um, not sure why you change your name to Jackass when you're... Raising awareness for drunk driving, but I'm sure there's a whole story there uh, we don't have time to get into. Um, uh, Matt Dillon Shannon, there's another case in. Tw- uh, he was uh, Matt Dillon Shannon was an 18 year old and sentenced to uh, three years in prison in 2012. Uh, he's from New Zealand on a charge of causing grievous bodily harm for his role in an August 11th dousing of a 16 year old with gasoline. Good lord. Good god. Yeah. Um, they uh, then the lawyer was uh, his lawyer fought saying that he was inspired by the Jackass series despite the fact that no such stunt whatsoever was ever shown on the show. So kind of lost that one too. But it's like they, they just go after everything. It's like maybe you just keep an eye on your kids. Let's just start there. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I mean, they're just uh, some of the f- stuff so funny. I mean, the first time you ever see those guys, you know, with the shopping cart. I mean, goddamn, that was so funny. <laughs> just so funny. I mean, and don't do that stuff at home. And they they did have that thing where it's like, you know, they had to because people are dumb. They had to say, like, don't try this at home stuff. But and yeah. they did the same thing with Beavis and Butthead. I think remember it's like Beavis and Butthead aren't real. They're cartoons. <laughs> like you yeah, had to that's say right. that. Yeah. You know, but um, oh, I love I love Jack. I thought it was hilarious. And the movies are funny. Um, the movies had made a lot of money. Um, I never I don't think I ever saw the third one. But uh, and the yeah, Jackass. I don't think I yeah, the Jackass guy is actually um, Bad Grandpa is actually Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa, which is a pretty funny movie, I thought. Um, and uh, on the series finale, Brad Pitt was on there. They abducted him, quote unquote. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had great ratings, uh, like I said, but it only lasted two years. But it's, uh, uh, that's because they, they just they weren't being allowed to do what they wanted to do anymore. And, so. um, and the show actually was going to be called Assholes, but MTV strongly advised not to do that. So they named it Jackass. So, 
But yeah, this I just I thought it was funny. It's still funny. Um, the the shows after that, like v, was a Viva La Bam and Wild Boys and those yeah, things. And there's Steve O. Think had a show. Those I didn't like those because those were two. The, those went a, another level where I wasn't ready to go. Like I right, didn't right. want to see them chasing a rhino in Africa or wherever they were. Like the Wild Boys would chase would do things with animals and then and. and Viva La Bam was just him messing with his parents all the time. It, was yeah, just, it got right. old. It, it got old. So, um, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I used to watch, I watched Jackass when I was probably in high school or whenever it was on. And uh, yeah, don't get me wrong. It was funny. There was a lot of funny stuff. It just, there was a lot of stuff where I was like, I don't know if we need to go there. Like, I don't need, I don't need a camera in your toilet when you're going number two. I don't need that in right. my life. Right, it was just too. Some of it was too much, but yeah. All right, man. What's your uh, What's your number one? Well, is there any that didn't make your list, sir? There's a few. Should I talk about those? I'm asking you to. Okay. Uh, Yo, MTV Raps was one I really liked because <laughs> you're so gangsta. Yes, I thought it was great. I get to watch it Will Smith great. videos. I like that show, yeah. Yeah. Watch Will Smith videos. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Liquid Television, where Beavis and Butthead came from. Yeah. I like that. And that had Eon Flux on it in the head. Uh, Headbangers Ball. Love that. Some You know, you get to listen to heavy metal music. It was on late. I remember that being on late. Um, Unplugged. I don't know if you're going to mention. Yep. It was great. Um, Remote Control. I love that. It was from the eight, late 80s. It was a really cool game show. And that's where Adam Sandler got his start, actually. And Dennis oh, Leary yeah. was on there. Um those are those are fun ones, um, and a couple others. But I uh, one I'm going to mention it might be the one you're going to mention too is Celebrity Deathmatch. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that one. That's not your number one. So what do we got no, here? No, it's not. Um, I loved 120 minutes with oh, uh, Matt Pinfield. Yeah. Um, next, they did a lot of cheesy dating shows like um, Parental Control and Next and Room Raiders. Oh, those Room were just Raiders. Fun to watch. Those were fun. I did like the, that. Even though that was like when I was like, all right, God, MTV will not play anything, any music anymore. They're just doing these shows. Some of those shows were good. Yeah. And Room Raiders, I did like Room Raiders a lot. Do you remember Sandblast? No. What was that one? It was a, it was an obstacle course game show with couples, but it was always on the beach. Okay. And then part of it was like on jet skis and sand stuff. It was, I used to love watching that show. It was only on for a couple years. Was it anything like um, when the Malibu Sands Beach Club held their employees versus members games with um, with Lisa Turtle and AC Slater? It's exactly like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'd like that. Yeah. But <laughs> what? you mentioned my number one already. <laughs> oh, I did? Oh, what is it? You did. It's uh, MTV Unplugged. Oh, yes. This was a hard one to keep off my list as well, so... Good pick. Um, when I remembered it, it was uh, it was kind of a no-brainer for me. I love unplugged. I love anything acoustic. Mm-hmm. So I loved uh, I loved this series. Um, Eighty-nine to ninety-nine ran for ten years, and then kind of picked back up two thousand two thousand nine, and it was called MTV two point um, But just amazing classic albums: Clapton, Nirvana, of course, Alice in Chains. Um, Oasis was a, a, a classic one. I was just listening to a podcast about Oasis and um, the two brothers and how they just are terrible oh, yeah. people and hate each other. And yeah. I, They're I, only I, terrible I, people to each other, though. To, well, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, I think um, Liam might have been terrible to everyone on the planet. I don't 
Oh, Maybe no. you're right. <laughs> um, I, um, I was just listening to a podcast about their relationship and the rise and fall of Oasis. And yeah. I, I just watched uh, this unplugged before I listened to that show. And Noel is, comes out on stage and says that Liam has a sore throat and he can't play that night. Oh, yeah. And I didn't know that he was actually in the balcony heckling Noel the entire show. Yeah, I remember this. I didn't know he did that. And he would tell what him he would tell him to shut up once in a while and stuff. <laughs> yeah, what an That's ass. Awesome. Yeah. Oh man, those two are hilarious. Uh, Jay Z did an amazing unplugged with the Roots as his backup band. Corn uh, nice. did one surprisingly, and it's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the the singer from Evanescence sings a song with them. It's it's really yeah. good. Uh, Ten Thousand Maniacs did one. Dashboard Confessional did one, which I would just call a concert. Right. Right. What, how do you take someone who does acoustic and ask them to play acoustic and call acoustic, it different? Yeah. Yeah. It's not really challenging for, for those guys. Thanks um, for the concert, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, there's dozens and dozens more in this series over over the uh, 20 years that they did it. And I love I love all of them. I love uh, I love Unplugged. And it's fun to other shows like uh, VH1 Storytellers, which I love. Oh, I love that, yeah. There's some really great ones there. Uh, Foo Fighters did a great one. Uh, Kiss, Jason Mraz did Kiss a great did one. one. Um, sorry, jump in. Yeah, Jason Mraz did one. I remember that one actually. But uh, Kiss did one, which is interesting. Like it's, it's weird when you take a rock band like that and do an acoustic set, like you mentioned with Corn. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. But I remember that one quite. Yeah. Uh, Jason Mraz one. He broke down about almost committing suicide at one point. Yeah. After uh, after his breakup with Tristan Prettyman and before he met his his wife now and. Uh, is just really intense. John Mayer did a really good one. Um, I like storytellers a lot. And then uh, I don't know if you've watched Live at Daryl's House. No. Oh man, that's such a good show with Daryl Hall from Hall and Oates. Mm-hmm. And he just has he has like modern musicians come out to his house and play a couple songs, and he plays with them, and then they play some Hall and Oates stuff, and then they just cook dinner and talk. It's like, it's such an awesome show. Nice. Uh, and then uh, in '94, the Eagles did Hell Freezes Over, which is one of the best-selling live albums ever and it's not an unplugged series but the producers of unplugged produced that show mm-hmm. or produced that concert so i thought that was pretty cool because that's the best version of hotel california ever made yep. so yeah that's what i got uh, well and you, you i don't i'm not saying you failed to mention but my two favorite unplugs i mentioned kiss they did a really good one um <clears throat> jason um or not jason Rand, but uh, Jay Z one was good, but like mm-hmm. uh, um, Eric Clapton's was amazing, and, and that was the first one I said. Is that what? It, okay, I missed that. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, did you mention Nirvana too? Right. Yes. Okay. Um, we talked about the Nirvana one during. Uh, was that during our albums? I yeah, think albums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is still like I went back and watched that after we did that on our show, um, and then um, I went and watched some of the clips off YouTube and stuff. It was such an amazing performance. It was incredible. Yeah. That yeah. unplugged was so cool. I always wondered though, how does how does like those thirty people in there get the ticket to that show? Yeah, I don't know. That's a great question. Like it's ridiculous. Like the hottest ticket in town, and like this these people, and they don't even look like they should be there. Like it's not. <laughs> there wasn't Nirvana yeah. fans in there. It was like some guy who just got off his yacht in there. Like come on, you know. I mean, can you? I want to run into one of those 40 people in my life who said, yeah, I was at that Unplugged show. Yeah. I watched that. Oh, I, yeah, it's, I don't know how they got it. It would have been amazing. But, yeah, some of those were just amazing. But, yeah, I would say Nirvana and Eric Clapton 
the first ones you mentioned that I wasn't listening to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> those are my favorite, but yeah. I think I think because Nirvana obviously came out with the album of their Unplugged, and I think Clapton did too. I think they yes. were they were release, releasing a lot of those. On, I think on CD. A lot of yeah, I think all of them that I don't I don't know if Oasis's was released, but most of them I mentioned were released on CD. Oasis was probably meant to be released, and yeah, uh, they, the guys was. got in a fight again. And uh, my my buddy Matt, I, he listens to the show, and he loves Oasis. Like it's his favorite band ever. And he will tell. I know tomorrow if I see him or when he calls me, he'll tell me. Oh, this is what really happened. <laughs> so I'll, I'll relate the news well, next week because he knows all about those to, guys. Uh, the uh, a Modern History of New Music podcast. He did a two part mm-hmm. show on um, on the guys from Oasis, and it's incredible. I mean, it goes, it traces the history of them um, back before Oasis was started, and all the way through. I, I want to say five albums. I'm not really sure the number of that. And then um, their side projects afterward. It's just like incredible. And every fight that they had and why, it's really good. Really good. Yeah, it's um, it's weird to think, uh, like how do two brothers get that amount of hatred for each other when they, they obviously didn't hate each other at some point because they were able to form a band and, <laughs> you know, make great music. Well, it was ah, uh, oh, God, I. I can't remember which one. I want to say Liam had a band first. Oh, okay. And then Noel shoved his way into it. Oof. And it was all the members of Oasis. And then Noel just like shoved his way into this band and made them make Oasis basically. Oh, my God. Until they couldn't take it anymore. And then uh, <laughs> when they broke up, they just went back to being the original band they were before Oasis. Oh. Liam, mom said I could be here. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong on which brother was which brother, which yeah. one started the band first. And, well, but uh, yeah, nice. Well, good, good pick, Jim. It's a good pick. I, I was, I was hard to leave that one off. I, I, I went with some of the other other shows, but uh, good stuff. I like it. I like it. that was a fun one. Thanks to Rhonda for giving us that suggestion. We really, uh, that was a good one. So, uh, anything else, Jim, on MTV shows? Oh, do I have anything else on MTV? I thought I meant to jot something down and i can't remember what it is now i have a question for you i hope i have an answer for you what is the last thing you have watched on mtv <laughs> the last thing i watched on mtv was scream the series oh i've heard that's good it actually was good okay. and i mean i love the movies right so i gave the series a shot and it actually was pretty decent for an mtv scary show it was pretty decent i can't think of anything <laughs> like i'm like okay i should answer this question too i cannot think of the last thing i mean i, I don't know <laughs> i <laughs> i really don't i don't think i can't i may i'll just go ahead and say Oh, Robin Big. I used to watch that quite a little bit. Robin oh, yeah, Big. that's funny. And, uh, that wasn't too long ago. And uh, Rob's clip show was really funny. Okay, yeah, I never really watched that one, but yeah, I, I remember uh, hearing about them. How about Catfish? Did you ever watch some Catfish? No, never watched that one. No. Um, and then, of course, Teen Mom. I know you're a favorite fan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> there was a show on there called Awkward that was pretty funny. Oh, wasn't there an Undeclared? Was that MTV? 
I don't know if it was MTV, but that's an awesome show. Yeah, I remember that. I don't think that was MTV, but um, well, some of the uh, some of our other people here wrote in with their uh, with their favorites, their top fives. Um, Dave wrote in, uh, "See, stranded with a million dollars." Uh, I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. Uh, MTV Unplugged, Beavis and Butthead, The Real World, and The Challenge. Um, he gave some honorable mentions. I want to mention him quick because it's funny. He said, "The Hills, leave me alone. Leave me alone. I know it's horrible." <laughs> and then he said, "Teen Mom." He says, "I'm going to be honest. It makes me feel better about my life choices." <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> um, Kevin wrote in uh, Daria. Well, yeah, Daria was good. Spinoff yep. from Beavis and Butthead. Um, remote Control. Yeah, I like oh, that yeah. joke. Beavis and Butthead, Real World, and Brawl to End It All. Um, it was a WWF uh, shows. That he's a big wrestling fan. So, um, Zach wrote in Jackass, Cribs, Ridiculous, Ridiculousness, Remote Control, yes. and Fantasy Factory. And Adam, your buddy Adam, actually wrote in. Nice. Uh, yeah, he wrote in Remote Control. Nice. Adam. Yo, MTV raps. So gangster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Liquid <laughs> Television, The Grind. Oh, come on. And Beavis and Butthead. And. Uh, Oh, he did write in, the grind is where I learned to be a beast on the dance floor. Now those skills are used <laughs> now those skills are used with my kids before dinner time. <clears throat> my son calls it a big dance time and the skills I must pass down to this boy and his sister. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Wasn't the guy from Real World the host of that show? The grind was uh... the first Real World Eric? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he was. It sounds right, actually. You know what? It is. You're right. He was. Uh, and then Chad wrote in a some of the same picks. Uh, oh, he, he had rock. You say he unplugged Headbangers Ball, Rock and Jock. He had that on under. Nice pick, Chad. Uh, Dial MTV. Um, I think that was was that before TRL. I, I remember that. I remember Dial MTV, and then re- Remote Control as well. So, good, good. This was fun, Jim. I, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna go not watch MTV though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim, what uh, what should we do next week? Survey says... You just won a brand new car! Let's do game <laughs> shows! Oh. oh Tom School, come on down! Come on down! Here's your brand new keys, your brand new car, you can ride all the way home! Brand new lug strike in your brand new car! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's do that. Let's do game shows. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not to be excited. Any uh, any stipulations? Not really. I mean, game shows a game show, right? I mean, game shows a game show. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll like, from any era, whatever. So this will be fun. I'm excited about that. Where um where can people talk to us and uh, and yell at us and all that stuff, Jim? Uh, Facebook seems to be a pretty popular option. Yeah, people are uh, on there. Yeah, you can shoot us a shoot us an email if you want at Gmail, Tom and Jim's top five. Mm-hmm. We are also on uh, Spotify. Follow any of our playlists on there. Any music show, we make a playlist. Mm-hmm. And Instagram. And hey, I post. I made a post. Oh, you did. I did. Uh, well, I'll have to go check it out. <laughs> uh, I made a post. I was at uh, for work. I had to go to the Cleveland Historical Society. Oh, and. They have this enormous, amazing classic car section, yeah, <clears> and, nice. and part of the section is stainless steel cars. Ooh, oh, and oh! One of them is the very first DeLorean to ever roll off the production line. Oh, yeah! Once you see this thing hit eighty-eight miles per hour, you're gonna you see some serious you shit. 
<laughs> you, you can't. You can't. You, you can't see it. It's just gone. It's gone. Back to 1955. Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. I'll have to check that post out. Everyone, go out there to our Instagram and like it. So. Uh, I think we're on Twitter too. Yeah, Twitter too. Yep. People, there's a few Twitter followers. Oh, we had one uh, from at Chad Smart today on Twitter. Uh, he's um, posted a um, a GIF uh, of the of a guy with a thumbs up, and then he quickly goes thumbs down, and it says, "When you're all excited for a new Tom and Jim's top five, but you realize it's Tuesday, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> so hopefully tomorrow we make his day better." So, but uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter, Jim. This is this has been exciting. This has been fantastic, and uh, I just can't uh, can't get enough of you, Jim Dow. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Oh, I'm going to call you back in five minutes. I will answer that phone call. Really? That's the way you do it. Money for-
for nothing and your chicks for free. Money for nothing. 